Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. And do not forget to get on Twitter and give me that follow at RMK Madness. Thank you for joining me again. Good to be back and chatting. I do apologize. I normally get these out on Thursday. This week, well, this week has been rough for many a people, yes? And I've been having a hard time finding the motivation to do productive stuff, creative stuff, my fantasy football stuff, even this, the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast, which I do use to rant and rave about the things going on in America. But it's like I lost some motivation. There's just something about seeing so many people still siding with the president. Seeing the police treat civilians in the manner they are. I'm angry, frustrated, just at how much of that is out there. Because as a white dude, it sickens me to see the despicable behavior of other white people. And again, this is coming from someone, me, yes, the Mad Chata, coming from someone who grew up in a very diverse environment. I had friends from all sorts of ethnic backgrounds, which I've mentioned on previous podcasts. My parents made sure I understood Hey, we're all the same, really. We have differences, but we're all, we're all people. I learned that from a very young age. And very often in my life, I've had more non-white friends than white friends. So this bothers me a lot. And to see so much of that, it's just, it. I don't know. There's something that just really gets to me. And I kind of feel like you can't fucking change these people. And I encountered someone on Twitter. It's a football writer in Philly named Chris Molly. I believe that's how you say his name. Chris, if you happen to hear this and I mispronounce that, please let me know. But he made a good point of, you know, a lot of them won't change their mind, but, like, you have to try. Because that's very powerful when you can. And he's got a point. That really reminded me of Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. Is it Daryl Davis? I believe that's his last name. (laughs) But blues musician. um, Yeah, duh, Daryl Davis. Blues musician, and this dude goes out... And talks to clan members. Buys him a cup of coffee. Talks to him. He has converted over 200 clan members. They've turned in their robes. And he collects them. Like, hey, I've done this. I've convinced white people. Specifically clan members. So I try and keep that in mind. And at this point, though it feels there's not a lot of people to sway, you're either on one side or the other. We still got a rant. 
we still got to say our mind. Maybe we do change some hearts. But it's hard. It is hard for me because I just want to reach through my phone into Twitter and start bitch slapping motherfuckers. Okay? That's what I want to do. Maybe it's the whole white thing and how despicable I find some other white people. <laughs> Maybe I have a little bit of anger issues. I'm not going to, you know, disagree that that, that, that could be a possibility. <laughs> but it is hard because I, I do want to keep fighting. And I want to do it as close to the right way as possible. But I must admit, the blood boils sometimes. And probably in a different way than some other people. And I very much find offensive everything that's going on. It's crazy. I mean, Trump talks to Putin. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, governors, you're weak. You must dominate the protesters. I'll bring in the military if you fuckers don't take care of it. <laughs> it's, I just, the church visit, the photo op. And that's where you really got to wonder about his followers, because they're really reaching to defend him at this point, but they're defending him nonetheless. You got Fox News out there making it all about looters and rioters. Failing to mention the bricks that just keep appearing, which some have pointed out could be because of construction. But we know for sure there's white antagonists out there, whether from white supremacy groups, just Trump supporters, whatever, out there causing havoc in the protests. All the police brutality. Are they going to show all this stuff? I just saw something last night. Fucking old man in Buffalo got pushed down. You can see blood coming from his fucking head. Like, what the fuck? One cop tries to go to check on him to see if he's okay. Another cop pulls him and pushes him along. Like, what the fuck, dude? <sighs> on the other hand... I'm, I'm one who, in all scenarios, I try and find the positive. And that's what's been hard about this week. Because I've felt some bleakness. And I shouldn't. Because people are out there protesting. They are making change. We have video evidence of police brutality. Of They, they can't deny this shit. So I'm trying to look at all the positive. Trump, he has to be getting desperate. There's Republicans turning on him now. There was, I saw an ad. It was Republicans against Trump, something like that. And it's just unloading on the president. Pat Robertson unloaded on him. Religious leaders. Pentagon official, like former defense secretary. You have all sorts of people just 
And his followers, like, I remember there was some shit going down about everybody getting on Wendy's because it was support, one of the people, I think owner, some part of the company was involved with donating to Trump and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, some, somebody, some Republican was like, oh yeah, let's just attack Wendy's now. Who the Half the country loves Trump probably more now. Like, are you people delusional? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, how can you not feel a sense of de desperation if you're them? I, I just want to make it, because if you look at the number of people that uh, a while back were out protesting because they wanted not to be locked down, you know, the ones with guns in the state house and all that, it's like 50 people. And I understand there was a lot of people still going to the beaches, whatever. That could be ignorance, whatever. But when it comes to the protesting aspect, you diehard Trumpers didn't have a whole lot. And you see thousands in this country. Thousands around the world. Millions of people around the globe protesting this cause. Yeah, we have the numbers. We have the world. You have Trump, a liar and a fraud. <laughs> so there is reason to be optimistic. Yes, yes. But I just think it's kind of been a crazy week and it's taken a toll on everybody in, in, in different ways, right? And I'm not make, trying to make it sound like I've gone through some rough week or anything. I've just been a little off, not quite myself, a, because I want to do more than I'm able to do right now. That's part of it. B, some of the stuff I'm seeing is just so disheartening. But I got to remember there's stuff that I'm seeing that's powerful and that provides a lot of hope, a lot of it. And it's plainly obvious the president is getting desperate. Now, maybe it comes to that crazy scenario that people talk about. Some people talk about where... It's going to be a pain in the ass to move him out of office. And hey, it sounds like from something I read on Twitter, again, I need to start doing a better job with fucking crediting, <coughs> excuse me, these people. But something on the European leaders doing a little conversating about what happens. What can they do? What should they do if Trump makes things difficult when it's time for him to leave office. Because he knows he's in deep shit. He knows he's going to go to prison. He knows he's fucked. So he's got to try to do everything he can to stay in there. So the idea is that he's going to do some crazy shit like claim Biden cheated if he wins and get his supporters all riled up. Well, hopefully we get some help in squashing that shit right away. And I think we will because you got to understand... Even though there's people in this country that like Trump, you're not going to find shit for people across the rest of the world that care about him. Few here and there, but for the most part, uh-uh. These white supremacists, these ignorant white people, you, you know, he's got his base here. That's about all he's got. The rest of us, hey, look at this. We got the fucking world protesting with us. We got European leaders discussing Trump's demise. What happens if he won't leave office? 
So I think we have to, you know, continue to have hope. We have to continue to have hope. I need to do a better job of that. I'll admit it right off the bat. But we're going to take a little break. Take a little break. We'll come back, talk a little bit more about the situation. Keep it going. Yes. And not not a lot of talk about anything else today. I, I kind of just want to finish off talking about this pertaining to this week. And then, hey, we're going to head into the weekend. We'll see what the weekend brings. But, again, got to keep that hope. So, take a quick break. Be right back. All right? Yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Nice little break. Had a little bit of marijuana. And upon my smokage, I did a little bit of reflecting on that first segment. And I'd like to make clear that I'm in no way trying to make, wasn't trying to make that, like, about me. I I just feel it's important that we all talk about this, uh, about how we feel. And I have been doing less on Twitter. I've been doing a lot of retweeting, (laughs) but that's the majority of it. You know, the podcast coming out a day late, you know, there's just this, I have this sense where I just like, I let some stuff get to me a little too much. And, you know, through inspirations, I found, hey, we got to get back to being motivated. That's what they want. They want me to be demotivated and frustrated, you know? So, and again, not about me, but it's important to hear if you may have been feeling a similar way, right? Because it is frustrating for me. I would love to be out there in the streets with the protesters. I can't risk it. My wife is high risk. If I bring home COVID, she's in a world of trouble. And I just can't risk it. So what can I do? What more can I do? I don't have a ton of money. (laughs) So I just need to use my voice when and where I can to try and reach out. And that's what, and the point behind that isn't, again, me, me, me. This is, hey, if you're in a similar situation, maybe you can't get out there in the streets either, but you want to. Maybe you don't have the money to donate to causes. Be vocal wherever you can be. That's what I'm trying to do. But even then, feel a little discouraged. You want to do more. But there's so many awesome people out there doing the fighting, doing the protesting. And I just hope this works out in the end for all of us. It's a crazy time. America in 2020. (laughs) But, hey, the world has our back. The world believes in black lives matter, too. And don't get me wrong, there's some racism all over the world. Some people in the UK are dealing with that racism. Because there would be some in, in the UK, just as here in America... That think this whole thing is a waste of time. 
but there's enough of us that don't, and that's what matters. And when you think about around the world, there's a lot of other places that have had to deal with this kind of stuff. Not just the racism and all that, but you add in the, you know, extreme police brutality. I listened to the Dan Levitard show. He made a very good point of, yeah, they said, okay, we'll make everyone equal. We will let our police beat you equally. <laughs> and it, there's something along those lines, but there's a good point to that. Again, they just, a guy, old guy in Buffalo knocked down a night bleeding from the head for do, for just, there's other countries. Look at Hong Kong. It wasn't that long ago. They're still fighting, but it wasn't that long ago. We were like, help Hong Kong. We got to support these motherfuckers and what they're doing. And you know what? We can learn from them too. Okay. So I've got a little like tips for protesting segment. And this isn't based on my experience. Because I must admit, I'm not a well-experienced protester. But I am the kind of individual that no matter what it is I do, no matter what it is I'm looking into, I generally like to find the best research possible and try and find the best facts and things like that that I can. Now, I didn't look extensively into this, but there is plenty of information out there. For example, for example, there's videos on Reddit. Just all we have to do, study what the Hong Kongers are doing. I don't know if that's right, if I should be saying it like that, the Hong Kongers, but look at what they're doing. Like, for example, tear gas. There's a video where they're using the orange traffic cones. And the cops throw the tear gas, they put a cone on top of the tear gas, and they fucking start pouring water in that little hole on the top to put the tear gas out. There's another video where a guy just scooped up the canister in this thing, had water, and then he just shook it up. Like a canister, like a container. Scooped up the the small gas tank. And... You know, so they're finding ways to defeat the tear gas, things like that. You know, I know we're not the, uh, a lot of those of us protesting, you're not going to see many of those that are like, uh, you know, the far right um, white supremacy type fucks that are running around in army fatigues and shit. Oh, and I'm sure there's a few of them that have served. But I think there's a whole lot of them just trying to look like, what a bunch of fucking assholes and idiots. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I've never been in the army, but it's about to be more because these fucking protesters. And, like, I just don't understand people. <laughs> like, part of me wants to just walk up to some of these dudes and just like, like the, the a guy got arrested this, what was it? couple days ago and there's like a there's a protest going on some of these far right people show up they start getting in the faces of the protesters things start to get a little tense 
Then this fucking asshole goes and grabs a rifle from his truck, starts pointing it at people. He ends up putting it back in his truck. But holy fuck, dude, this is what's going on. Trump's giving these people, <laughs> you know, the confidence to do this kind of shit. So I would say if you can arm yourself, like if you can get decked out, bulletproof vest, something like that, that would be helpful. But let's talk modestly. If you're going to go out, I would say, man, fucking double up on layers. You got to find some face protection too, man. Goggles, something, because these fucking rubber bullets are no joke. People have already lost some eyes. You know, I'd say find a way to do whatever you can, man. Wear your fucking bike helmet, some goggles. You may look a goofy fuck, but you'll be protected. Wear a couple of shirts with a... Well, I know this is difficult because it's fucking summer, but... I was going to say with a sweatshirt. <laughs> find, try and find ways to protect your body. Seriously. And not just for, you know, from the police and all of that, but you got to protect yourself. Like, please, people, COVID is still real, man. It hasn't gone away yet. So we need to be careful with this still. And you see the protesters out there, almost all of them to the T, except for those far right assholes. <laughs> and a lot of them don't aren't caring about the, the masks and shit, but most of the protesters are and good for them. Good for them. Keep it up. I would say add to it. Fucking, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D. Just load up on that shit. Every day. Every day take some of that. Carry hand sanitizer around. Keep those masks on. Don't touch your face. Gloves. I would wear gloves. And carry sanitizer around. But I'm fucking weird. And again, my wife is high risk. So you should fucking see me. I'll tell you. When I do a Walmart trip... I'm not kidding. I have latex gloves in my car. I take some inside. I have my old winter gloves. I wear those. I wear my mask. I wear, I'm always super careful. When I get home, I fucking sanitize everything before I even put it away. Ain't all about this shit. I told you, my wife's high risk, man. I don't. I'm going to listen to science and medical experts and all of that. And from what I've seen, from what I've heard, from what I've read, from what I've researched, I don't want my wife getting this shit. Okay? That's bottom line. But it's, so to me, that we, we all got to be careful with that still. And again, a lot of people doing that. The masks. I love seeing it. But uh, I would say, man... Go ahead for some gloves, carry on some sanitizer, make, make it sure you're taking vitamin C and vitamin D. Do whatever you can. Protect yourself in any way if you were out there protesting. It's scary shit. Good cause. Sorry, that's my little move I do usually on my fantasy football podcast, which I, which I also need to record that. <laughs> A little behind on that as well. Like I said, this week, it's just been weird. Like, and, it, and I know it's not just me because I see other motherfuckers on Twitter, other fantasy football dudes who are out there and they're just like, ah, it just it doesn't feel right writing about it, doing the fantasy stuff this week. And because it does, it seems trivial with all this more important shit going on. 
But it's also like you can't just eat, sleep, and breathe what's going on right now, okay? Because it's a lot and it's heavy. So you got to take some breaks. And there's a point where, hey, you got to keep doing your thing so that if someone's looking for a break and you can provide it, you've done a service in that way too. And that's a large part of why I wanted to get this podcast rolling again. And I had planned on doing it anyway, obviously. <laughs> Wasn't going to just say, oh, I'm never doing my podcast again. But you know what I mean? It's a, it, for a few days, hard to build up some motivation. And, you know, you see that across Twitter because there's so much, so much focus on what's going on. But we've all got to make sure to keep a healthy mind and occasionally take some breaks from that. You know, so I think that's really, you know, like I said, getting back into it. We're going to be okay. Let's just keep fighting this. We all must vote. Really? That's the biggest thing. You saw what happened fucking in Iowa. Steve King voted out racist ass Republican no longer in Iowa. So. Good for them. We need more of that. We need more of that. His replacement? A black female. How fantastic is that? Wonderful. We need more of that. We must keep voting. Biden isn't perfect. I'm not even all that fond of him. As a matter of fact, I will tell the story of how four years ago I didn't vote. And that will piss a lot of people off, but I'm trying to be honest here. I was angry myself. This country that so many people say is so wonderful. These are the options you gave me to vote on to lead our country. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And I'm sure some of you will go, well, what's your problem with Hillary? Well, I have a lot of issues with Hillary. None of which is because she's a female. So get the fuck out of here if that's where you want to go with that. Because I tell you what, I'd much rather have Elizabeth Warren representing us than Joe Biden. And I say us like I'm a Democrat. I just feel like anybody anti-Trump, because I'm not Republican or Democrat. I've voted for both in my lifetime. Okay? I Who's the best guy for the job that I can tell? That's who I vote for. Because that's how you should do it. Too many times in this country, people want to stick to the red or the blue just because, instead of actually seeing who the better candidate is. But there is a large problem with Republicans in this country. Not all of them, but a lot of them. I mean, that's pretty obvious to me. <laughs> but that, of course, that does not mean all of them. But hey... The anti-Trump people are really getting the numbers. We just got to vote. Vote. Because we, we can't have another four years of this. We can't. And who knows what will happen if he does, if Biden does beat Trump. Shit could get real messy <laughs> if he doesn't want to go quietly. And so I, I don't feel that good about Biden. But we got to get Trump the fuck out of there. And I think at least with Biden, Biden 
was with Obama for eight years. So I think if anything, Biden could help get the country back on track. Like you think a lot of the, uh, about a lot of the stuff that Trump's done when it comes to, well, all the stuff he did with like some of the food stamps, Medicaid, Medicare, anything of the health insurance that he's fucked with. Okay, that was something that affected my family. Insurance wise and things. And you look at withdrawing from who and he's pissing off our allies. And he's doing all this sketchy shit and cutting all these fucking things. And it's just, it's maddening. And I would love for his supporters to, you know, defend all of that stuff. Because I sit here and act like he's right and like it's it's them versus the world. But it really is because people don't buy into that shit. People all over the world are fed up with Trump. I just hope... I just hope this doesn't get too much worse before it gets better. But see, there I go again with the pessimism, <laughs> which I'm not usually for. Not usually for. And you usually get away from that. But it just, it, it's hard because they do feel similar. Like, again, this country is giving me two candidates that I'm not fond of, but I'm so against the one that I will settle for the next. So I'll settle for Biden. I know it doesn't sound great, but I just want Trump the fuck out of there. People can be mad all they want. I didn't vote four years ago, but you know what? I was trying to take a stand, man. And if I would have known about all the people voting for Harambe the dead gorilla, I would have voted for that motherfucker. Because that sounds just like the kind of thing I would like to do with my vote. <laughs> or would have liked to have done with my vote, I should say. But I didn't. I just didn't vote. I was like, fuck this. I'm not voting Trump. And I'm not voting Hillary. Thanks for, like, those two choices, America. Thank you so much. And then Trump won, and I said, okay, let's... He doesn't know politics, but maybe, maybe that'll be interesting. Let's see what happens. Almost immediately, when he started fucking with different budgets and stuff like that, I could see this wasn't going to be good. And it hasn't been. And a lot of people that thought the worst, well, it's leaning towards becoming all true to where it's, you know, he is trying to become a dictator and stuff like that because it certainly has that feel. <laughs> but we can all make a difference if we get out and vote. We have to. We have to. You can sit there and think all day, hey, the president's done some good things. And perhaps he has. The negative stuff far outweighs any little good that he has done. That's just all there is to it. And it's pretty obvious what's going on lately. But I digress. I know it's been a hell of a somber type episode. <laughs> I didn't talk anything fun we didn't talk about board games or ghosts or anything funny. But I just, again, it's a heavy week, man. And I think some of it need to be talked about, digested, and just worked through. For me, 
Because you got to understand, part of doing this podcast for me is therapeutic. I, I do this because, I, hey, well, I like to talk. I'm not going to lie. Hence the mad chatter. <laughs> I like to talk. And it's, it's a bit therapeutic for me to talk, especially when it comes to some heavy shit like this. Okay? So I apologize. I'm going to try to make sure we get back to having a little bit more fun on the pod next week. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, close this shit out, close up shop, and call it good and get ready for the weekend. All right? No. And welcome back. Let's get ready to close this shit up. We're going to have a good weekend. Hopefully, these cops chill the fuck out. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Any, but if they continue to work towards, you know, things like defunding of police, that's got to, you know, taking away money from people. Even cops, that's got to make a difference, right? Right? Just saying. Just saying. Now, I did see something over the week that I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic statement as to exactly kind of what this Trump presidency has been about, what he's about. And it was from Father Robert Hendrickson, rector in St. Philip's in the Hills Episcopal Church, and it was made after Trump's little photo op in which he tear-gassed peaceful protesters to make way for his moment. And this is what Father Robert Hendrickson said. And, hey, I'm not that religious. Uh, not that religious. I'm not religious at all. I am very understanding and very open to everybody believing in what they want. I mean, my wife is a Christian. I'm married to a Christian. And, you know, she very much has her beliefs. And while mine are quite different, that doesn't mean I don't respect hers. And that doesn't mean I don't understand some things that her religion tells and teaches and that I don't understand some of the values. And same thing with when it comes to here, because religious leaders' words can be very, very powerful. And I think at time like this, we need powerful voices. So this is important. And I think it sums up just what our president's about. Father Robert Hendrickson says, quote, This is an awful man, waving a book he hasn't read in front of a church he doesn't attend, invoking laws he doesn't understand, Against fellow Americans, he sees his enemies, wielding a military he dodged serving to protect power he gained via accepting foreign interference, exploiting fear and anger he loves to stoke. After failing to address a pandemic he was warned about and building it all on a bed of constant lies and childish insanity. Oh no, inanity. Couldn't have said it better myself, Father. Because all of that is true. He's a child who's doing all these things, throwing these tantrums, making these demands without truly understanding anything. His sole purpose is 
covering his ass and getting himself reelected, he could give two shits about any one of us. Even his Trumpers, his, his followers, he could give two shits about you too. But you'll likely see that in enough time. All I know is that if you still support Trump after all this shit, to me, you're truly lost. There's no fucking changing you. But then again, Daryl Davis. And what did Chris Malley say? We got to try, right? We got to try. Got to try. And hey, it's possible Daryl Davis can flip a couple hundred KKK members into uh, throwing out their sheets <laughs> and being cool with black people, then who knows? Who knows what we can all accomplish? But I know it starts with defeating Trump. Well, it starts with all of these protests right here. But we've got to keep pushing it until we get this dude out of the office. That is a big step. And then, hopefully... Biden takes some of this shit into consideration and actually does something to try and get some police reform in this country. Now, again, Biden could only do so much, but we'll see. We'll see. I just got a feeling, you know, as as much as I'm not huge on Biden, hey, eight years with Obama, he learned some good stuff. It's a better option. It's a better option, man. That's all there is to it. We can't have four more years of this fucking racist asshole. We can't have four more years of the Trumpers being this confident either. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. But I'm going to remain confident and optimistic because you know what? A lot of good stuff has happened so far. They've reopened the case for Breonna Taylor. I read that. That's fucking awesome. Right? A lot of people have said this doesn't stop with George Floyd. And it shouldn't. Really, the whole thing needs a fucking overhaul. If we'll actually get to the point where that's what we actually get, that would be phenomenal. But it's a lot to ask. It's, but, but I take that back. It's not a lot to ask. It's a lot for them to give, is more what I mean. Because <sighs> fucking people in power, man. But we got to fight it. And all of you out there, in the streets, lending your voices, your bodies, I commend you. Keep it up. We'll win out the day. We will win out the day. This asshole can't win. I think that the rest of the world realizes this is like Mini Hitler, ready to go. <laughs> like, he's ready to uh, fill those kinds of shoes, if you know what I mean. So, gotta keep fighting it. So go vote when it comes time. And hey, all throughout this time, vote. Put the right people throughout. You've heard lots of people speak about this. We can put the right people in the White House if we want. Or better people, whatever. But it's still got to go state by state. What are you doing in your city? What are you doing in your county? What are you doing in your state? It matters. Research 
educate, vote. Please, let's all get in this together. Yeah, we, we, we really have. It's been a beautiful thing to see, especially with so much of the world joining us. And that's what lets you know, hey, you can't tell us we're wrong. Not that we doubted it before. <laughs> we got the whole world on our side, motherfuckers. Anyway, 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 vote. <laughs> I'm all about voting. I'm telling you this year, woo-wee. And do I regret not voting four years ago? Eh, no, I don't really regret things in life. I wish I would have done Harambe a little bit, but <laughs> but no, I, I stand by my decision. I didn't want either one. And as unsure as I am about Biden, I figure, hey, again, eight years with Obama, and really anything is better than Trump. Anything right now. So, that's what I got for y'all. It's been a heavy week for everyone. Stressful, but positive. Making change. That's what we got to do. I didn't even get into the whole Drew Brees thing. Because <laughs> I'm probably going to do that in my fantasy football podcast a little bit. So, for now, for now, we're going to call it good. We're going to close up shop. And we're going to head into the weekend. We're going to have a good, positive, good weekend. I know I said good twice there, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're going to have a great weekend, people. If you're out in the streets, be safe. Try to keep in mind that stuff. COVID's still out there. Be as safe as you can. Take those vitamins. Protect your face, your body. Do whatever you can. Stay safe, everybody. And thank you again for joining me for another episode of Miscellaneous Debris. We'll be back early next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. Check me out on Twitter at RMK Madness. We'll chat soon. Peace out.